this is Melancholic Geek, Episode 5, The Prequel Debacle. Hello and welcome to Melancholic Geek. This is still going on. This is still a thing. Um, had some prep, did some things, prepared for this. It's fun. A little bit more than usual. Uh, it's... What day is this? Technically Monday. It's a late night. That's fine. So I'm going to try to talk about three things that happened in the last since I recorded last and uh, then go into a little bit more specific story uh, or idea. So let's start off with something just recently happened in the last one or two weeks. A 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary is a big deal, and it's of something that very few people really know about, uh, in the sense that it's been around this long. Uh, it's used every day now, every day. What is it you're talking about? What do you think I'm talking about? Yeah, it's not some regular household appliance or whatever. It's it's everywhere. It's online. It's part of the web. It's been part of the web from the beginning. And it's more than anything sent daily. And it's GIF or GIF or however you want to call it. The graphical graphics interchange format. 30 years old. 30. It's hard to think about that because it's been... It's been that long that it's been around, but it's been initially popular because you'd have your websites, you'd have your sites doing, you know, the weird little flashy stuffs early on and it looked horrible. Uh, but it's become a big thing since memes became a thing. GIFs came back crazy like you can't go through meme sites without seeing a GIF of something. I mean, anything. It could be just a brief video clip, but people find it easier to just generate as a GIF and have it as a still image that animates. Uh, it was created by someone named Steve uh, Wilhite in 1987. Now it's the rage. It is the rage of the web. 30 years. Not many things have been around for 30 years and have kind of died and and come back to this to this magnitude. It's 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 amazing thing. So speaking of thirty years, something else that's about thirty years old and is getting a comeback. Uh, it's something that I had growing up. I dealt with growing up. Uh, experienced. Many people around my age are familiar with, and I hope many. Uh, with this reinsurgence, will be interested again. My nieces and nephew, maybe. And uh, let me give you a little hint, and this is me humming, me singing, whatever I'm going to be doing here, but... Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
DuckTales premiered 30 years ago. Uh, had four seasons, 100 episodes. Now, granted, it was a comic book before it was ever a TV show, but uh, I never knew that. I didn't read it. Uh, but it it was it was fun. It was one of those fun TV shows back in that time. Uh, and I remember watching it. I remember enjoying it. I remember the the ridiculousness of it, you know, because it was a, one of those Disney shows. But strangely enough, my favorite character, as I researched, was Fenton. Uh, specifically when he was Gizmo Duck. I don't know what it was about that at the time. I guess even then I was very interested in technology. Uh, but here's the fun thing. As I hinted to, it's being rebooted. And they're still using the original theme song, but they've re-recorded it. And it sounds great. And uh, it, the art style almost is, from what I've seen, back to the original style that was used for the comics, which is pretty cool. I like the, the art style. Uh, there, it looks pretty good. It's, it should be fun for the kids, and maybe it'll be fun for adults who who need the nostalgia. We'll see. Some fun, fun, fun facts. Uh, some of the actors that are sorry about that. Dropped the mic. Uh, some of the vo- voice actors for this are actually somewhat well-known. One, very well-known. A couple, semi-well-known. Uh, I'll talk about the ones that I actually know. Uh, the best-known is of a uh, star who's going to be voicing Scrooge McDuck himself. Uh, properly is Scottish in origin, and uh, many of you know him from Doctor Who fame. And it's David Tennant. Uh, I actually not a like not a fan or not interested in Doctor Who, uh, but I know David Tennant mainly from Jessica Jones recently. He's very good in that. Uh, I imagine he'll be great. Uh, the only other one that I'm actually even remotely familiar with is uh, Kate uh, Mashuchi. I'm going to pronounce that wrong. I'm sorry. And she's going to be voicing Webby, the girl, little baby duck with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And uh, she is pops up here and there. She was in Big Bang Theory for a while. I don't know if she still is, um, but she she is part of a group, a uh, comedy group called Garfunkel and Oates, and they had a special this year on uh, Netflix. It was fantastic. So it's a musical comedy group, quite good, quite funny. Look them up if you haven't already. Next big news this week, most people are talking about is um, is the. Some fun drama on the set of Han Solo. This is going to be a part of the anthology of basically saying the story of Han Solo and how he became to be Han Solo. Uh, so the two directors, as a duo of directors, starting to see these very much uh, lately. Duo directors. Um, I horrible with some of the previous names, but like the. Just recent Civil War and Winter Soldier Captain America movies were done by a duo. Uh, they're great movies, so they obviously know what they're doing. I believe they're set to do the next Avengers, which is fantastic. But this particular duo, uh, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, uh, have done some things they're actually pretty familiar with. Uh, one of the first ones uh, pretty well known for is uh, 
21 Jump Street. A lot of people like that movie. I didn't care. It's just not my style. Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I've heard good things. I haven't checked it out. I've been meaning to. It's more of an animated uh, story. Kind of ridiculous from what I've seen. Uh, people liked it. Uh, one that I have seen and was quite, quite happy with was the Lego movie. Okay, so now you're thinking, uh, these are all comedies. These are all unusual things. So why are these two people doing Han Solo, which shouldn't be a, a thing? Well, that comes to my next thing. Uh, they're no longer directing Han Solo. And uh, I don't have a whole lot of details. I don't like to speculate on these types of things because you never get all the specifics. But word is that it's actual situation where the directors were going, uh, Phil and Christopher were going more of a comedy. And that's not where Lucasfilm wanted. So for whatever the circumstances, they were fired, they left, they had a disagreement, they parted ways. Whatever it is, they're gone. So that was part of the story early in the, in the last week. Then I think it was Thursday. <laughs> a new director got tied to it. Now, when it comes to new directors getting back into to uh, take over a film that's already been started filming, um, it's something that happens, and it, you, I usually don't even think about it, but <laughs> uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, similarly, with the Justice League finishing and the uh, Zack Snyder not able to do all the reshoots because of his uh, family issues, uh, I was excited to hear that Joss Whedon was going to come in and, and finish that huge thing. I'm a huge Joss Whedon fan, if I haven't made that apparent through previous episodes. Well, here we have a well-known actor who's done stuff over, I don't know how long. Like, he's got a huge career. He was an actor. He was a director and done some great work. That's Ron Howard. Yes, I said Ron Howard. Uh, starred in, I think it was the Andy Griffith Show, was one of his first roles, huge when he was a child, uh, really well known for Happy Days, and uh, directed a lot of big movies. Most recently, the Da Vinci Code series, so Da Vinci Code, and uh, just recently Inferno, a number of other things. So he's directing, he's finishing the Han Solo movie. Now, I've heard a lot of talk about this being unusual, like I caught, I felt, but people find that Ron Howard is a well-known person. He will go in there and not, not try to take over. He'll say, okay, you guys want this movie to feel like Star Wars movie and, and just be in there. He's doing that. I think it's going to be interesting. I, I'm the new Star Wars movies especially have been quite good. Uh, Rogue One, just recently, the first anthology one, where it's not directly in the storyline, but still in the universe. Great flick. But very, you know, very tonally, very much a Star Wars movie. So I, I'm. this makes me feel good. Like, uh, I'm losing directors in movies that I care about is definitely not something that I, I look forward to. And hasn't happened, really, for movies that I really care about. So that, that's interesting to hear, and I think that will work out. Now, I did this purposely to tie into uh, what I wanted to talk about today, and that actually involves Star Wars specifically. Uh, so talking about Star Wars Episode 7, 
Very good movie. Force Awakens was great. Story was solid. Tied in everything. Felt like the Star Wars movie. Felt like the first six. And here's where it gets interesting. I didn't hate the prequels. A lot of people, big Star Wars fans, people that are well-known, comedians, geeky-type comedians that I hear and listen to their stand-up talking about it, uh, I didn't hate them. And I don't know if it's because I was still kind of young when I watched them originally, or I don't have the same expectations of what needs to come out of Star Wars. It's really hard to say. But, like, I... It's just funny to hear, like, I, I know that Patton Oswald, who I thoroughly enjoy some of his acting that I've seen and very much enjoy his stand-up and appreciate his stand-up, even when he, he made a point of uh, referencing if he had a chance to go back in time, he would go back in time and stop George Lucas from making the prequels. And <laughs> that's pretty intense. Um, so I, I definitely respect that people don't like them because they had their flaws. Uh, but so did the original Star Wars movies. They had their flaws. Um, so I don't know. I, I can't attest to what it was. Like I didn't see any of the original Star Wars movies in theaters. So I can't. I, I guess maybe that could be something. Uh, I've watched them in many times while I was growing up. They were on television, of course. They were huge movies. You know, I've seen them. I own the first. Uh, I own them. I think I own all of them. It was a gift, so I don't remember if they included everything or just the originals. Uh, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. I will watch them occasionally. Like when just before the episode seven came out. Throughout that week, week and a half before, I may have skipped a day, I watched all six movies in chronological order. And that reinforced my view that these movies are not terrible movies. And they actually have a very consistent tone to all of them. Which just comes back to me trying to understand why people are so hell-bent on having the prequels not exist or have them like express their distaste for them. I don't get that. Uh, but like when it comes to the, the prequels, the for the three, a couple of things come to mind that are, are, are jarring. <laughs> Jokingly said, of course, Jar Jar Binks. Okay. Too much of him in the first movie. I think he should not have been such a big part of it. Or maybe tone down the way he acted or the way he, he was depicted. Because that, that was definitely an issue. His character was definitely one of the biggest problems with that movie. But I don't dislike the movie because of that. It had some amazing visuals for the time. Great action. So it was a great movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly, like I said. So I don't know. Like That's definitely an issue. The whole discussion of midichlorians being the source of the you know the source of the force for for a better word i get that but it's such a small point that they brought in and didn't bring up again ever to my knowledge i could be losing my mind but it was really just in the first movie and not really brought up so that like i think they that's a small thing and people just are holding on to it too much 
I really, I really don't get what it is about, about that. So you take that and those, those couple of points and that, sure, that, that, that causes an issue to the, the movie itself. But if you look at the movie as a whole, the story is fits together inside of those little things just as well as the the original three. The action is just as good or possibly better than the original three. And you have a fun movie. So I, I it's definitely an issue. Now you get into the second one, you get with you get the same, you don't have as much Jar Jar, which is great. I think that, that worked much better. You didn't really have any talking metachlorines. You had everything cycling together. Now, Hayden Christensen, and if I got his name wrong, the guy who played um, Anakin, I think it's Hayden. He, his acting was certainly odd. I, I don't know how to describe it. Forced, maybe. Uh, so didn't really fit with this role as well as it probably could have. Um, so that I can see, I can respect as, as an issue. Like I've seen him in other movies and it just fits uh, because a lot of his characters I've seen that he plays with that type of feel and his demeanor and whatnot fit with the role. But it, it didn't it didn't work. That Like if there was an issue with the second and third movie, it was definitely his acting. I think everything else really felt 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 correct and still stylized and still flow and everything fit with the way that the other movies felt. So it's 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 a hard thing for me to understand um, what it is. And the third one, same thing, really same thing. It was him. Uh, everything else still flowed well. Uh, the story was there. It linked together. So I don't know could be just me i could be a crazy person maybe hardcore geeks really 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 love what they love and you screw around with it even in the slightest to try to maybe give it a little bit more texture and and kill that mystery maybe that's just pisses people off i don't know right i get that i don't but it doesn't bother me right saying this mysterious force is got a cause and try to give it a reason I don't have a problem with, especially when they didn't really force it after the fact, right? They were just like, mention it a couple, few times during the movie. Not, not, and if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but not bring it up in the others. I could be a crazy person. I am a crazy person. That's part of the reason you're probably listening. I say crazy. I don't mean crazy, crazy. I just mean, you know, depressed, me, this guy. So it's it's one of those things. It's hard to say what what exactly people are thinking, right? I know maybe if someone came down and and started talking about something that I was really you know explaining certain things about how one of something that I really really enjoyed, maybe someone came and did something stupid to explain the origins of why Buffy the Vampire Slayer is is who she is and, and how powerful she is or and it was stupid. It didn't, you know, it didn't you know, didn't really feel right. Maybe I would get angry as as, as those people have. 
uh, or they did the same thing with World of Warcraft, where the origins of Azeroth were um, a mistake or something ridiculous and simple and unnecessary or too complex, maybe. I don't know. So that's, that's, that's a thing that I can respect, but to a certain degree, but the amount of angst and anger about it seems excessive to me. But hey, I, I, I'm pretty open-minded, I believe. Like I, I've watched a lot of things rebooted, uh, redone, uh, stuff that I grew up with, and, and I've been happy with it and haven't had a problem. Sometimes it's horrible. Who knows? So this has gone through this much a little bit quicker than I expected. So let let's talk about let's talk about me a little bit. Talk about how I've been doing. And I've actually been doing pretty well overall the last few last week or so. I uh I'm still very, very up in arms. I'm still having, mood has been decent and surprisingly well. Uh, my uh, motivational problems, though, are still kind of there. Um, I have little to no food in the house. And so that that's a thing. That's a problem. Obviously, I can't get the motivation to cook for myself if I can't get the motivation to get food to put in this place. Not to mention that my move is quickly becoming closer and closer and closer. We're about five weeks, right? We're, we're almost into, we're almost into July, which means it's only a month until I actually have to get moving. So I'm hoping that uh, I will get some motivation from here or there, or my family will come through, which I expect them to, because they are awesome like that. So, that's a thing. It's, it's horrible. Um, I finally published my episodes. Uh, that's something I did last week, which is why I'm trying to do this. I haven't set myself specifically on a date in, um, not a date, sorry, but a day in the week of when I will be doing these. Um, I'm thinking maybe Sunday evening, Monday morning, that I'll post them. Uh, I may still just record whenever. Uh, I think I finally found a solution where I can have these published, which if you're listening to this, you probably have found out. Um, most people like to listen on iTunes or their own podcaster. <laughs> My sister-in-law has already said that. Hi, you know who you are, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, my ignorance of listening to podcasts for lo- so long, I just assumed, foolish me, that when you publish to certain places, they hosted it. I mean, foolish man, it's not the case. But like I said, I think I've found a solution, so that's great. And uh, hopefully, it, you're listening to this that then it actually has worked out. I am going forward going to try to not have you know certain things in place. Um, 
still working out the format. I think the format of having a few things at the beginning and talking about something specific at the end uh, will work. It went a little bit quicker than I expected. Uh, so that means this episode will probably be a little bit shorter than I, I expected, but that, that happens. I am still doing these. That's This is five episodes now, so that's actually pretty good. So what do you think? Uh, are you still in? Uh, and do you think I have room for improvement? Of course I have room for improvement. I'm stuttering half the time or talking over myself. Uh, do you have opinions? Is there something that I can do differently? Do you believe uh, the format can be changed? Do you have any suggestions for things to talk about? Uh, would you like to, me to talk about how you know my depression affects something specific or how I feel about certain things or, or whatever? Um, the worst you can do is ask, and I don't do it. I can't promise anything, right? I can only do so much. So feel free to let me know. Uh, you know how to get a hold of me. Uh, best place for those who don't know me personally is uh, to email me at mail at PrestonMarsh.com. And uh, I'm looking into setting up a website and all that fun stuff. Uh, if this becomes popular enough, I will let you know. Um, I haven't got it fully set up, but I think I have Twitter coming soon uh finally have some ar album artwork that's not just my own stuff but it's actually custom towards the site so tell me how you think of that uh i may add some a little bit more flair to it in the future but yeah it's tell me how i'm sounding i'm still trying to sort out the the recording situation uh and I'm going to look into getting something a little bit more professional if people are interested in this. Uh, so yeah, please, I, I want to know, I want thoughts, I want criticism, uh, I want opinions, I want it, I want it, give me, give me, give me, give me. Uh, that's how I'm going to be able to focus this and, and make this something that will be enjoyable and by myself and by other people. And that's my goal. So uh, let me know what you think. So that's uh, that's it. Um, this went much smoother and much shorter than I expected. So uh, again, uh, hit me up, mail at prestonmarsh.com. Uh, I think I'm going to be melancholy underscore geek at Twitter, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right, everybody who's listening, everybody that's not listening, the hell with it. Have a good day and uh, hope to talk to you soon. Bye.